it's the Cardiff City phone in. Welcome along once again. Um, firstly, uh, Al, if I can go to you firstly and just ask you uh, your take on the weekend and the big match. Um, well, we've got to come on and front it out, really, haven't we? So, Al, how do you feel about uh, the weekend? I feel better now. I've pig sick over the weekend. Um, I just think we've, in Morris and speak, I suppose, we've got to go again, haven't we? Put it behind us. Um, but I think there's you know, more deep-rooted things than just... Just that performance on Saturday. I'll go to you, um, Dave. Yes. Hello, Steve. Hello, Mark. Hello, Al. Um, very disappointed. Probably one of the lowest points in my 48-year time span of watching Cardiff City. One of, one of the lowest points. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, the manner of defeat, uh, I thought it was rather gutless performance. Uh, we Our heads dropped as soon as he scored the first goal. Um it was tactically we didn't have a plan B, and uh, you know taking nothing away from Swansea, they came up and they we played into their hands. We didn't play any high pressing game on their two wing backs. They played the ball out from the back every time they have done for years, and we know that their style of play. So we should have had a game plan to resist that, but we didn't. We did the midfield was non-existent. And basically, 2-0 down, we're trying to chase the game. We, we just got cut open a couple more times and it turned out to be one of the worst days of my Cardiff City fan time, in, like I said, since 1974. Yeah, and, and a game that we were, you know, we were, we were all looking forward to. I mean, on the, sh- on the show last week, yeah, I think every single one of us, in the, you know, on the show, we all, we all predicted a City win. All the Wales online press predicted, you know, a City win or at worst a Swansea draw. I spoke to a couple of Swansea fans in the lead-in. They didn't expect to win. So no. uh, the point you're making there, Dave, maybe I'll ask you about that. You said we, we kind of know how Swansea play, but yeah. is it is it more significant they know how we play? And, you know, are, are we that predictable, you know? I think it, it's installed into Swansea City footballers when they sign for the club that one of the... Um, one of, one of the things they need to do is to beat Cardiff. Uh, and they're pumped up for it every single game we play it. And it, it doesn't seem to be on the radar of importance for Cardiff City as a club for us to um, give something back to the fans. And the manner of defeats Saturday was appalling. It was... Absolutely shambolic. It was one of the worst displays I've ever seen in players in a Cardiff shirt. They they lost the game after five minutes. I said to my friend, I said, we may as well go to the bar now because look at them. Their heads are down. They look deflated. They lack, they looked lack of confidence all over the park. They let them play with the ball. And you can't you can't let teams like that. You can't sit off them. You've got to, you know, you've got to be like Jack Russell's around their feet, honestly. But uh, it was very disappointing. So the least, yeah. Um, Mark, uh, what's your take? I'm humiliated. Absolutely humiliated. I, I, uh, I don't get a chance to go to the stadium because I always work on a Saturday night. So it's hard for me to go all the way from where I'm living in Tlenethley and then get back in time to to do what i got to do. So uh, Saturday night, I was playing in a bar in Swansea and I tried to avoid the result because yeah. I'd like to watch it on Cardiff City TV, yeah. you know, later that night. But they were singing as I walked to the door 
and they were doing the uh, the swim celebration and they were singing about uh, the double and all this. And, and of course, um, I couldn't reveal my emotions because I've got to entertain the whole, the whole place. So I had to pretend to be pleased for them. So I was humiliated with that. That's by the by. I mean, just what I watched the game then when I got home and uh, I, I just, it was, it was, uh, I've never seen anything like in my life to not 27,000 people and have no motivation at all. No motivators on the pitch. You know, what, what, where was the captain Gian on? Where was Aidan Flint Gian on at the back? It was all, um, it was awful. It was awful. Really awful. Uh, the, the only plus was was Cody Drama. Uh, you know he was going at them again, but it was it was terrible. I mean, you know, like I said to you Saturday night on the on a text, Steve, uh, uh, virtually speechless. Yeah, yeah. And, and only last week <clears throat> I managed to find um, the program for my uncle Keith's debut with, with Charlton in 1976. Oh. I got an actual program on eBay. So I started looking on YouTube at the old um, Derby games that I might have gone to when I was a kid. And I saw the 3-3 where John Buchanan scored the, the equalising goal. And it was only a couple of minutes long, highlights of the, of the Welsh news at the time. But the passion that those guys, and you've got to remember the scorers those days weren't Welsh guys. They were English and Scottish guys, but they, they were there for the club. They were behind and it came back to 3-3. We went behind and it was like, well, you know, so what? We're behind again. There was no, there was no, it was like Dave said, it was gutless. The tactics were all wrong. They they were pressing up against Bagan and he he was taking out the game. The midfield was taking out the game. He was too slow to make the changes. Why he didn't start with Colwell or Isaac Davis or both, I don't know. Two young Cardiff guys who who know what it's like, you know, he should have had one or both of those on. No offense to Mark Harris, but he uh, he's kind of a, a a good guy to come off the bench a lot more than he is a starter at the moment, I think. And uh, I, I don't I don't know what else to say, you know. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's much more you you probably w- you, w- you will say. Um, uh, I'll just say sorry about the at the beginning you you, you buffered out. Um, um, I don't know whether you can see any of the comments coming at the moment. Yeah, am, I, am I am I back on now? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I got no idea. Can, can I, I just say before you go to the before you go to the comments? You know, just just for those people who don't know, the show goes out um, uh, on three different uh, FM radio stations as well as on the live stream. So, you know, appreciating that you know tempers are running high and emotions are high. But if you could possibly bear in mind that. You know, it's it could uh, the content may well be shared with the younger audiences. There's just there's just so many. It's, it's difficult to keep up with them. Elliot McAndrew, um, Morrison's been saying for weeks on bigger crowds, etc. Fans turned out in numbers, and the players and managers. Uh, Dave, I, if I come to you, and uh, just to say at the beginning when I saw when I saw the starting lineup, I was a little bit surprised. There were a couple of names I expected it to be in. I mean, what, last week on the show, I think I think we didn't we didn't even actually. You know, not been cute after the, the the event. Now, you know, we all know what happened, but whether these tweaks sort of made any difference. But before the game last week, we all said about a starting lineup, and we said, well, you know, Hugo and Davis, you know, probably up, up front. You know, I just yeah. assumed Isaac was a, was a no brainer because of because of his ability to run well, people and you know, well, his pace. It's his pace, and you know, you need you need that when you're playing against teams who knock the ball around. So you need to be playing a 
high press game to stop them playing. And that's the only way you're going to start. But they didn't. They sat back. They sat off them. They allowed them to play there. They, 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 they basically bossed every part of the pitch. You couldn't get the ball off them. There was men against boys. It was terrible. Saturday. Really bad. Badly. He didn't have a plan B. And that's worrying uh, going forward. Um, I thought the atmosphere was dreadful as well. Fans didn't get behind the team. It was, it's kind of lost that. I'm not harping back to the bad old days, but it's lost that kind of tribal edge which we need, which we needed Saturday as the 12th man to get behind the team. But the goal knocked the stuffing out of them, knocked the stuffing out of the fans. No, like I said, you, you're going to start a game like that. You've got to go, come out of the traps with 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 the youngsters, you know, who, who want to who play for the badge, you know, not yeah. people who are there just for their last payday. So, did you expect Cornwall to start? And if he had started, where where would he have started for you? Dave? Well, I just I don't know, just behind the front, two, but I, you know, behind the front two, maybe I don't know. But it was. It, it, it was, it was, it was. You know, they were chasing shadows. They were, you know, they were playing the ball out to the to the two wing backs every time. There was no one on. There was no. The, the only time I've ever seen that was when we beat them one 0 down there when Bellamy scored the goal. Uh, yeah. We played that high press game where you where, where they can't play the ball back. So you're going to need pace up front to counteract that every time. And we didn't have. We with like. The journeyman, to be honest, and this is where we, you know, we 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 they just undone. They did. They got. They, they had the cop. They should have scored after thirty seconds. You know, yeah, they, yeah. Flint all over the place. All over the place. He was. You know, they, they were pulled out. They were. They were like a pinball machine. Sat sat like Swansea in fairness to him. You can't take anything away from them. They they ripped us apart, and you know, hopefully, it'll be a. A benchmark of you know, I think we were all getting a little bit carried away. Um, you know, in fairness, he's taken away from the relegation zone, but hmm. you know, we're all getting a little bit carried away with hype, and, and it was a level of sapling, big size. And, <laughs> and they're, they're, a, they're a position above us, yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, one position, one position, and I think maybe a couple of goals, you know, and that's about it, but um. Mark, I mean that that was the, the thing about it was it was just so emba- you know, so embarrassingly easy, basically just rolling over and, and letting letting them just dance dance the ball around us. That, that first goal, well, yeah, that I, first goal was just crazy, wasn't it? Well, I think Perry ended up ball watching, <clears> so uh, it, it, it where, where's the communication in the in the back three there? The whole the whole game there didn't seem to be any communication in that back three uh, for us and. Uh, where was like I said? Where's the motivators on the pitch? Where's where's the where's the guys that are clapping their hands and getting? Come on, boys! And all that. It was like I I honestly think I mean I, I know Steve Morrison said that he thought that the the players were overawed by the occasion because it was a big crowd. I think you had too many players on that pitch that are either coming to the end of their days at Cardiff City for contract reasons or their loanies that that are not playing really for Cardiff. They're playing for their futures with their own clubs and. You know, they, there was no motivation there for them. They were just uh, trying to follow orders which were incorrect. You know, they should have been shuffled about. You could see the tactical problem from from the first goal on. 
you know, from the first 10 minutes, you could see the tactical issues. And by the time he tried to adjust that, he moved Tommy Doyle and pushed him up a bit, you know, to, to not more than number 10. It was too late then. It was too late. And I had to drop the crowd, the crowd. I mean, all I could hear watching it on the Cardiff City TV was Swansea fans. And, and it was like the whole place became deflated. Now, it, it may be, I said a couple of months ago that um, when Mick McCarthy went on that run, we all thought it was, oh, great, you know, this is, we're going to do really well. And I said, we've got to be wary that teams aren't just going to work us out and work out how to play against us. And now we've displayed what can be done to stop that a, plan A system. I'm worried going forward yeah. that we don't have the personnel to, to implement a, 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 a plan B, which is going to be, you know, good. It, it was, it was just, I, I'm, I'm still really down. You know what I mean? It was, it was, uh, it was awful, awful. So, so Al, you said you feel, you feel a bit better today than you did on the weekend. You've kind of come to terms with it a little bit. Another way. There's there's comments coming in on 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 here. I mean, one one of the ones which is kind of Neil League and says it was you know it was a great attendance. I suppose it was nice to see a lot of people in the in the in the ground for once. But the atmosphere there wasn't, wasn't, wasn't all it could have been either, was it really? When was the last time Swansea had twenty seven thousand at home, Neil? They never have, have they? I I, I can't know. I don't know. They might have had thirty thousand once at the Vetch. Maybe when was the last time they had twenty-seven thousand? <laughs> Richard Davis comes in and says, um, "This is, you know, I mean, this is, it, this is kind of inconsequential in a way, but talking about like the the warm-up tunes and playing, you know, playing those kind of uh, the kind of songs that we did, and all the Swansea fans singing along with it." And I, I saw a bit, Dave, a bit, um, of some footage before the game. <clears throat> you know, obviously. It, it's normal, you know, in a way, but not for a game like this. And it was the Swansea get, uh, players arriving arriving at the stadium, walking down walking down the corridor. They're all grinning away, smiling away. They look like you know, wow, you know, they, they just they couldn't be feeling more welcome or, or happier. You know, I don't know. It's not I, at all I, intimidating the look of it. No, and that's the edge is gone since we've gone across the road. We left Ninian Park. Ninian Park was falling down, uh, but it was a fortress. And it, it, it's all a little bit snowflake now. For big games like that, you've got to have that kind of tribal spirit. And with, just as a 12th man to get behind the team, but yeah. it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. It's a bit of a... It's a Cadish is a little bit middle class for me now. I'm, I'm sorry, it's a bit controversial. It's a little bit middle class now. It's, there's no edge to no edge to these derby games anymore. So, so it's a nice place for Swansea to come. They win here every every time they play here recently. It's easy, easy three points for them, and that's 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 another disappointment. That the, the atmosphere was shocking. Saturday, three o'clock kickoff as well. You know, yeah. we haven't had a three o'clock kickoff since 1987 at home against them. So, you know, double, double disappointment. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. Is it like a mental block or something? You know, how can, how can it be, you know, year after year we're so poor against them? Oh, What's I, that about? I think it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a case of, um, you know, the, 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 we're, we're scared to play against them. And they know, they know that. They know they've got the upper hand on us. Are we scared to play against them or are we scared to lose against them? 
You know, is it just like 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 Mark said when that first goal went in? It was you know. But they they're becoming a bogey team to us, a local yeah. derby, and they're a bogey Crazy, team. Crazy, you know. That's ter- that's terrible. You know, yeah. it, you wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened with Mark's uncle and Phil Dwyer. Phil Dwyer, they'd be you know Phil be in his grave looking at that performance on and off the pitch. Yeah, you know, that's, shocking. That's why no, said, there's no motivators on the pitch. There's, yeah. no, there's no leaders on the pitch. You know, it's too much fast, too much money. Exactly, exactly. It, it, there's no passion on the pitch. There's no motivating yeah. motivation on the pitch. It was just lie down and take what's coming. Basically, uh, it, they want it more than us every time. Exactly. And you can't you can't deny that they they they're up for it against us. They're pumped up. The crowd are pumped up down there. If they'd have gone one nil down, I'm sure there would have been a different kettle of fish. He'd have got behind them. We, that was disappointing Saturday. The crowd was really, you know, it was a bad, bad show on and off, really. Got a message from uh, Moswin Morris, Mark, which you, you'll relate to. Um, I'm rather mouthy and I live in Port Talbot, so I've hardly left the house since, uh, since Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, that's another aspect of it as well. Steve Thomas, for example, was in touch on the weekend, and you know, uh, he's not the only one who does this. But he, he travels back and forth from the Midlands. He's spending like fifty quid on fuel, you know, to get back and forth, and he's turned up for that. You know, I mean, how do how do how do you get that across? Do you think, Mark? To you know, to if if Swansea can do it with it, and they obviously can with with the, with their their squad, they get the message across. Why can't we get the message across? How much it matters to lose. In this case, so badly to our local rivals. I uh, I, I wish I had the answer to that. I mean, uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't be people like me that that say that. It should be it should be just there and known yeah. to to uh, anyone connected with the club. I mean, we've got a manager that uh, and a defensive coach that that played for the club, and if they can't motivate, especially Mark Hudson, can't motivate. The players to, to come out and play, uh, you know, I don't know, Steve. I don't know what the answer is. You know, we can all we can all analyze it, but it it was just terrible, and uh, I think it's highlighted how much work we need to do in this coming summer to find a squad that that perhaps might do better next year. But it's... am I still frozen out, Steve? I can hear you at the moment. Can you see? Am I moving? I can see you. your head's yeah. moving. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea what's happening this time, mate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, the last thing I can remember saying was, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we'd have picked that team as our strongest team. Um, if you, you like some Tommy Doyle drama, for example, uh, Hoogel up front, Ryan Wintle been playing so well. I just don't know what went so disastrously wrong on Saturday. Because before that performance, we'd have all said, well, you know, they, they've been real standout performers. Wintle, for example, in particular. Um, I just can't put my finger on it because um, it's all very well us saying now we'll go away and get new players. But if someone had said, oh, yeah, but if we could have had drama and if we could have had Wintle and if we could have had Doyle, we said, oh, yeah, they're great signings. Well, they're people who didn't perform on the weekend. Um, so I don't know which way to go with it. Are we just putting it down to that game being a one off? But we're annoyed or more than annoyed because of who we played. And now for what we need to do, as Dave was saying earlier, we need to, any player who signs Cardiff City needs to know the significance. This is not just another game. It's not just a little town down the road. I know we try and belittle them and say, yeah, they're nothing, they're nothing. Well, they are something to us. But you've been a better team than us for the last four years, haven't they? Well, oh, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. Now, you know, behind the scenes, okay, behind the scenes, 
No. Behind the scenes, we would have not known, okay, behind the scenes, you wouldn't have known there was a derby taking place yeah. on Cardiff City's social media channels. Showing us a chop, a chopper's goal or Colker's goal, that's not enough. Compare that to what Swansea were doing. They had all of their players wound up for it. Their fans were wound up for it. Yeah. And what, what was done at our end? Do you know we've got a head of fan engagement at Cardiff City, okay? Appointed in February 2016. Does any Cardiff City fan know who the head of fan engagement is? Is it a woman? Is it a man? Is it a trick question? <laughs> do you know, Dave? I don't know the answer to that, do you? No idea. Yeah. No idea. It sounds like... No one knows. You look at Swansea's... Man- no. But it's, it's every time we get a big crowd as well. We always get a decent crowd. And when we do get one, we always totally underperform. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good advertising for season ticket sales for next season. So if we'd have performed and turned them over, we could have sold another three or four thousand yeah. seasons off There's the back of that. Always. A comment just come in, Dave, on that actually from uh, Elliot yeah. McAndrew. Um, Morrison's been saying for weeks we want bigger crowds, etc. Fans turned out in numbers, and the players and management didn't. They've yeah. let us down. And it'll take a long, long time to get over this. I mean, there's quite a big aftermath on this, Dave, isn't there? It lives on for a while, doesn't it? It's not this it's will, over the weekend, you know? This, this, this won't stop at the end of the season. You know, for the old-timers, who, 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 like, you know, like ourselves, we've been, we've seen those teams in the 70s and the 80s. You know, we played them in the Welsh Cup final in 82, and we were in the third division. And we lost by the odd goal over the two games in the Welsh Cup final. But the spirit and the, the determination, you know, they should they, they finished sixth in division one that year, Swansea. They were the team in that, they were the big team. They beat Liverpool, United, everyone. And they just about beat us because of that dogged determination and spirit that we had. But it's not there anymore. And we need some, we should have had someone like a Bellamy in the dressing room on Saturday to kick backsides. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was very choice of my words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Bellamy, Bellamy, you know that that kind of that kind of attitude is exactly what we would need. There's a really good question here from Jeremy Williams. Uh, I'll come to you with, with to you, uh, Mark, on this one. Um, what you make of the news? This is for anyone on, on the panel tonight. What you make of the news that Mr. Tan? I think this is a Telegraph story that I saw earlier today. Might be considering offloading the club in the near future. Reckon this result has probably cost him a few quid. Any any thoughts on that, Mark, at all? Well, they always say there's no smoke without fire, but there's there was there's always rumours about him potentially selling the club. I think that uh, the right <clears throat> offer came in. He, he he would he would jump at it right now. I don't think he's got the the investment that he did have before the pandemic to put into the side. And uh, I'd welcome um, you know a, a decent investor or investors in it that's just going to push us forward because I think that we're going to be scrabbling around for a team that's decent enough to compete next year with, without any investment, it's going to be very difficult. You know, I mean, I, I I think perhaps the ongoing contract talks with the players started, you know, in the last few weeks and maybe some of those players on the pitch on Saturday were thinking, well, I'm not going to get what I want. And uh, their morale maybe dipped a little, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, we can't afford to pay Smithies what he wants. You know, he, he's a good keeper. I like Alex Smithies, but he, He's going to go with his talk on Wales Online that Dylan Phillips is going to go as well. Yeah. And uh, you start thinking, well, you know, who, who are we going to have between the sticks? Who's going to back them up? You know, the amount of players that we're going to have to get in is, is uh, you know, if an investor came in 
and it was genuine progress for Cardiff City, I'd welcome that. You know, there was uh, rumours of some Scottish, was it St Mirren or something like that? And the Scottish keepers, they were, they were talking about maybe as a possibility. But, yeah. you know, um, I suppose it, it comes back to the, the, the um, you know, if they're going to have a limit on the amount of, sal- of salaries that they're going to pay. Because before the game, Dave, there was that stuff in there, wasn't there, from uh, from Steve Morrison talking about the youngsters, saying, you know, essentially they would, uh, some of them were taking the mech with the kind of money that they, they, were, they were asking for, you know. Um, well, Steve, that's the agents yeah, working, yeah. working their magic or, you know, trying to work their magic, trying to get the best. But, you know, two years of COVID, we didn't have anyone in the ground for two years. The club is skinned. The parachute payments have gone. Let's be realistic. They're overpaid anyway, in my opinion. And I think with the Abramovich situation, it could be the, the best thing that could happen to football, to be honest. Uh, and, you know, let, let's start getting a little bit real about it. You know, these, these boys are on decent wages. You know, some of these kids are on three grand a week at 18. You know, this solicitor's wages, you know, and they're, and, and they're playing 90 minutes or 180 minutes a week. You know, let's get real. The club is skint. And uh, unless we get someone to buy it, he's not going to put any more money in, especially after the salary incident. You know, I think I'm not stuffing out of the club. That that uh, situation, he's lost the interest. He was only there for Premier League football and and the hype of that. But you know, a Championship team now—that's where we are. That's that's the reality of it. Yeah, I think was it twelve grand a week or something? They were saying like a wage ceiling or something like this. But you know, it's it's, it's still it's still a lot of money. But and there's going to be a lot of free agents around there, I suppose, aren't there? So we can still you know wheel and deal. Oh, there'll be plenty. Of de- there's plenty of people. There's plenty of. Players who don't make the grade in the, in the Premiership, who, who'd stepped out of the Championship, is still a, a brilliant, it's the best league, in, in one of the best leagues in the world, isn't it? the Championship, for being competitive. Yeah. So, you know, uh, they, they, a lot of these young players will take a step backwards to, to, to propel their uh, careers to, to get back up to the Premiership. So, you know, there's a few, you know, there's a few decent kids about, so... Did you, what did you, what did you think about that comment? Though it sounds like you probably sorry, Dave. Sounds like you probably more or less agreed with it. You know, uh, uh, he probably is alluding to the agents, but you know, like it's, it's time for a, a reality check. But it's more important, I suppose, that we want people at the club who want to be at the club. It's as obvious as that, isn't it? Uh, you speak, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Of course. Course, yeah, they want to be with us. They want to play for this football club. You know? well, exactly. You know, and let's be let's be fair. Everything's going up in price: electricity, fuel. You know, it's, it's tighter. You know, they, they need to draw the fans in. And club without any fan base, and they got you know they all got to have a look at it. It's got to be an overall in football throughout now. And um, let's start. You know, if they don't, if they if they want five ten grand a week, go somewhere else, and we'll start. And we'll bring the kids through. We'll struggle for a couple of years, so be it. But clean out. We'll bring a team through together, and who want to play for the club? What did you, um, Mark? What did you make of um, Steve Morrison's comments after the game? You know, obviously, it was a, you know, of course, it was a silent dressing room because everyone's gutted, I guess, because I mean, stuff four 0 in front of a, a lot of fans in it in a, in a game that matters. If they, it wasn't silent, you'd be you'd be you'd be surprised. But the comment he seemed to make, which was alluding to the fact that essentially, you know, some of the criticisms were coming at him from behind. He, he didn't. He was. Um, 
He didn't see the validity in it. And, uh, you know, his job was essentially to steady the ship, keep us in the division. And he's done He's done a pretty good job on that rather than focusing on, on one match. I mean, that seems a bit naive from my point of view. Yeah, it's not, I didn't, I didn't uh, really, uh, I wasn't enamored by the way he dealt with it, but uh, he is that kind of guy. He's a, he's a little bit, uh, for want of a better word, uh, indifferent sometimes. And, um, uh, I think that uh, he could have held his hands up a little bit more and said, "Look, you know, uh, it was it was a lot to do with me today, and uh, and being a lot more humble and actually thanked the, the people. I mean, you, you got to think that, that those supporters probably a lot of them went to Wales, Austria, and uh, and the Czech game, and and they spent a lot of money the last couple of weeks, but they managed to dip deeper to come and watch Cardiff City, and to see a performance like that." And and if they're going to shout the manager, it's, it's it's because it's for a reason, you know. And it's, it's it's he's going to have to take it on the chin, like he said he was taking it on the chin, but he's obviously mentioning it in a in a post match interview. So it's uh, I I would be praising the fans and uh, yeah, and being humble and, and saying, look, you know, we we I made a mistake, you know, my my tactics were wrong, etc. It was he should have been a lot more humble. Well, if you think back to the, you know, the three, the three nil, you know, game at their place, you know, it was horrible, you know, that was, that was disastrous, you know, and there were obviously, there, there were ramifications from that. And this is, you know, this is four nil home. Seven goals against zero four. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, and the two Bristol City games. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, you know. I don't and know let's, let's, let's be honest. We made an average team look good. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not a Fulham. They're not a. They're not a Bournemouth. Well, they lost five one at home to Fulham. Just remind exactly. people. They, 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 and they've been very inconsistent. You know, they, they, they haven't really settled on a on a on a style or system. They, they've lost a lot of games. We made them look great, and uh, yeah. it's poor all round. It's poor all round. Um, there's a, a comment here from Steve Thomas. Um, I think we all know Steve. And I just mentioned Steve earlier. I was thinking about Steve on the weekend making that making that trip from the Midlands. Um, no one could have predicted we wouldn't turn up like that. With a couple of exceptions, the players seem to be already on the beach or perhaps still in Dubai, where uh, some of them seem to inexplicably seem to have, have been allowed to go during the international break rather than preparing for a very important uh, match. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Dave? I mean, it seems like, you know, we had that extra time to prepare for, well, let's face it, you know, whichever way you look at it, the biggest game of the season, really, isn't it? The biggest game of the season. Every time you see stuff... The biggest game to come, isn't it? There's there's nothing. Every time you see that, all I think about (laughs) is, like, the likes of Keith Parton and Phil Dwyer and those players... Who, who, who were the pittance really compared to these people? And they, they don't care. They don't care. They, they don't care as long as they're getting their thirty bags a week or whatever. Some of them are on down there. They're not bothered. They're not bothered. It, 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 you know, it, it's just, it's just a job to them. The past, you know, it's a different. It's, it's a mindset which they've been allowed to get away with. And and and, and, they, and they, I, I hope I hope. Good comes out of this. There's been no apology from the club over over last Saturday's performance. Very little word from the club, actually. Little word. They're not but this. So it's from the top down. It's from the top down. You know, it's you know, it's 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 pretty for really to be honest. It's, 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 like words fail me on all of it. To be honest, Steve. 
what does that say you know going back to the to the, the vincent town stuff you know i mean it does seem like things have gone pretty pretty fairly quiet dave doesn't it you know um i mean could there find there to be something in this but i suppose if, if, I, if put in the way vincent wants to go and the every, debt the debt, every, debt is problematic isn't it every every club's got a price yeah. You know, if you know, if he can get if he, if he can get a return on his investments, he'll go. Mm. But um, until then, you know, we're just going to be we we're just going to be trying to survive in the championship. Um, going forward, they need to make. You know, I think I I don't know. You can't keep changing the manager all the time. It's no good. There's no good continuity. Swan, you know, look at Swan. They keep doing it. They change the manager, but they, they, you know, they, they, they always seem to get that little bit further than us, and, and they, they, they've got that edge on us. But, but I don't know. I don't know what the club's going to go forward. I think, I think the the, the legacy of COVID is going to hit hard, especially in the next couple yeah. of years, uh, and especially uh, with the, with the increasing uh, revenues. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other thing with it as well, uh, Mark, is um, without going into details on this, because we can't, um, but there's still those, you know, court cases uh, in abeyance in the background as well, you know, so there's kind of, there's big, there's big, there's big things to, you know, big, big hurdles for the club to get, get through over the next couple of years, if, if uh, over the next uh, few months, rather, if Vincent Tan, you know, because he also, because we have this historic debt, you know, as and when he decides to leave, obviously he's going to want to make his cash, but you know that debt is 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 a worry, isn't it, for the future of the club? Really? Well, didn't he release a, a response to that thing today? I think I read uh, on Wales Online because they picked up on a story, and I think he said he's uh, he would never leave Cardiff City unless it was somebody that was going to really benefit Cardiff City coming in. And I think he 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 probably include you know he wouldn't leave us in financial peril, hopefully, but. Uh, it all depends, yes, on those court cases. I mean, it's millions and millions of pounds, you know. And Potentially, it all, yeah. Also, all depends on. I mean, we got a, we got a pivotal season coming up next season. We could get relegated, and then you know, it's uh, would would he stick around then? Would he invest to get back up again, etc. It's uh, it's it's not it's it's uh, it's not as rosy as it seemed to be a couple of weeks ago. I think we were all uh, rose tinted glasses on. When Steve Morrison came in, and we were all so desperate for it to get better, yeah, we, we were sick of the McCarthy losing and getting smacked every week. That we we saw a little glimmer of hope, and we've got a little glimmer of hope in the youngsters. Yeah. But there's so much else that that needs to get sorted. You know, it's, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. This this uh, we've come to a point now, which it's all coming together all at the same time. Which needs so we need yeah. basically almost a whole new team. We've got. Financial problems. There's no investment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's it's just uh, it's a crucial time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So things could get worse. You know, could get worse before before that before they get better. Um. So we just have to see how that uh, plays out. Um. Al, I don't know whether you're able to talk to us at the moment, but Jeremy Williams has said, um, are the reports of Swansea in training whilst our team were on holiday true? You know, is that true? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Who's to blame for that? And is you know, is there any truth in that? Have you heard anything about that? Well, I don't know. You know, Aiden Flint was posting from Dubai, wasn't he? Uche was posting from Dubai. Um, it's difficult for us to stomach, isn't it? You know, to, to see them over there. Um, you, you know, we hear stories that Swansea players were were at home training. We we, we don't know. 
But, you know, if they're going to do it, don't you know, stuff Instagram and so on, because it just leaves a bit of taste, doesn't it? And it gives us an excuse to go back and say, what were you doing in Dubai when you should have been, you know, at home, effectively? Um, yeah. The spine of our team wasn't away on international duty. There wasn't that many players away on international duty. Um, I don't know. I suppose Morrison could say perhaps the players needed a rest. I don't know. Um, but it not just two, doesn't... Not for two weeks, sir. Well, it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit well, does it? It doesn't yeah. sit well. Yeah. Um, you know, if we'd gone and won four now, people say, well, the rest has done them all good, doesn't it? But I, 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 I can't go with that at all. Um, it just buys into the whole they don't give it a, a monkeys. There's a comment here from Nathan uh, Nathan Butler. I won't I won't I won't go to what we what you call the punchline on the end of it, but he says um, <laughs> <laughs> he lines them up every week, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Cardiff, uh, not to say it isn't a witty one, but there you go. Cardiff sat too deep and allowed the Jacks to play their brand of football. But if we look at the stats, they had four shots on target and scored every time. You know? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I don't know what that what that's what that says what that says about us really. And, and I suppose the lack of the lack of response, because Hugill wasn't great. Uh was he uh, was he Dave? He wasn't that convincing, unfortunately, on the weekend. No, you're chasing shadows, weren't they, all day, to be honest. Couldn't get near him. And uh, yeah, it was just Disappointing, but you know, at the end of the day, given where we were when we lost three 0 to them, to where we are now, relatively safe to play in the championship again next season. Well, you know, we we got to try and take some positives out of it now going forward, and try and finish the season, you know, uh, with a couple more wins, and uh, and uh, you know, finish try and finish halfway, maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can't be all negative. Come on, we got it. We got to, we got to <laughs> back off. You know, they 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 turned this over. They they got the bragging rights, but so what? You know, come on. It looks like there might be a couple of our <laughs> friends from down west uh, chipping in with comments, so we'll just, yeah, we'll just skip skip past those. You know, our, our day in the sun will come. I'm sure <laughs> we, we, we'll be able to make a few comments then, won't we? But um. What about you know? What about the, uh, the the loan players as well, Mark? You know, we've got five players on loan at the moment. I was looking at the contracts today. I think one of the two of them might might be out of contract at the end of the season, but the rest of them will be going back to the, to their clubs. In fact, I think they're all under contract with their clubs for at least at least another season. I mean, somebody like somebody like Doughty, this kind of this kind this kind of player, you know, uh, is he the kind is he the kind of player we should be maybe trying to? Bring in and then allow time for Begin to develop. I mean, personally, I, I would probably would have started with Doughty actually on the weekend because I like Begin coming on and then kicking on, you know, fr- from the bench. But uh, do we have to start looking at you know that kind of level? I suppose players at other championship clubs who aren't getting as much game time. I suppose. Well, yeah, that f- makes financial sense. Um, people like I, I think I think that. Begin had a, had a, a poor game. He was uh, he he was he couldn't cope with uh, Christie, and I think that one of the moves that Steve Morrison should have made was bring on Doughty, who would maybe push up a little more because it was uh, it, it was obvious that Joel Begin was was out of his depth a little, and he put the odd cross in, but he's nothing like he's been in the last few weeks. But um, I, I don't think we can we can pin our hopes on getting these guys back. It's, it's, it's not very often that happens. You know, I think, I think we should be playing Colwell more. I think we should, 
I, mean, I don't understand this mentality. Where, where, where would you play him, though? Would you play him at well, part of front two or not? Or not? This is the thing, he's quite versatile, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at the game Saturday, it was crying out for that, like, number 10, which he can play, you know? He can play along the front two if he needs to. He can, you know, he's, he's a very versatile player and I don't understand the mentality. You look at uh, Vinicius Jr., you look at um, all these young continental players that get to play for Barcelona and Real Madrid. If they're good enough, they're in and they play. We seem to have this thing where we've got to develop them slowly. And well, the only way he's going to develop is to play. And um, yes, he played for Wales, and he, he would have been buzzing to play for that game from from the off. Him and Isaac, I think that was a grave error. You would have had a lot of pace in Isaac. You would have had Ruben sitting behind them, and uh, you know, two 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 young kids who, who know who know who know Cardiff City, and uh, just, play, just play them. I mean, you know, I know Tommy Dawes a a good signing, but uh, and he may be taking Ruben's shirt here and there, but I don't think Tommy Doyle will be back next season. Let's just give Ruben a run and 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 cement him in ready for next for next season. You know, it's uh, that's my yeah. okay. I mean, Carl, Carl will. I wouldn't. You know, I mean, it goes without saying, but I'll say it. I I I think he's got to be. And you said not to be negative, Dave. Sorry. He's got to be a contender for being the new Aaron Ramsey, you know, moving on before we get the best out of him. He's got to be. He's just got to be. Because if we look at the, the, the cash we got there at the moment, which is not very much, you know, if we could bring some revenue in and reinvest it, but I hope I'm wrong. Um, Al, a comment here from uh, Martin, uh, fabulous name, Martin H.J. Griffiths. Uh, it was a bad day. Um, Morrison has done well in difficult circumstances. Needs another window or two. Um uh, and and let's move on to the to the next game. So he's taking a big a bigger view of it. Would you would you agree with that? We need to give Steve Morrison the time to put his own stamp on things. Yeah, I think he's shown his inexperience in coming out and some of the things he's you know saying afterwards and before the game for that matter. You know, saying well, you know, it's just kind of alluding to the fact that it's only just another game when quite clearly it's you know it's 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 not. He more or less said that, didn't he? He did more or less uh, say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, out of context in some ways, I suppose. But if you see mm. what he said as overall. Um, but they need to be coming out with a little bit more, if you like, passion and saying, no, we realise how much this does mean to to, to the fans. I mean, we're, we're always going to be there, aren't we? These players are there for a tomorrow season. Um, you know, I, I heard I heard drama talking before the game that they wheeled him out to it in midweek. And he said, oh, I know how big this derby game is because once it was played in the Premier League, well, stuff your Premier League. We're not interested in that, you know. That doesn't make it a big game for us. Um, I, I think from Swansea's fans' perspective, they... I don't know, a couple of them said to me, you know, we've got no sort of humility, if that makes any sense. And, you know, we think, we always look down as them, as the, as, as the little club, loads of people will say, we'll agree with that, no doubt. But for as long as, we, as long as we're doing that, then we can't get worked up about the derby if we don't care about them. Well, from my perspective, yes, we do care about them. And yes, we do want to beat them, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact we've had the, the, the biggest sort of viewing, viewing we've had all season has been for this show has been yeah. after a 4 no defeat. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the fact is, yes, we do care. And we, we, we pretend not to. Uh, but, you know, it hurts like hell, doesn't it? Hopefully so. So, so, so Dave, what's your, t- what's your take on, 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 on Steve Morrison? Because he's been, he's been given, you know, the year. So the point that's being made there is, you know, do we need, do we need to, do we need to, um, you know, I don't, think, I don't think we should uh, jump from manager to manager, but do we, do we need to be giving him some space and saying, look, okay, 
you know, it all went wrong. How would you do it? Who are you going to put in those places? That's just yeah. that's the shape of what you're offering, you know. He's going in, inexperienced manager. He's going, to, he's going to make mistakes. He made a mistake on the weekend. As Mark said, he should have gone with pace from the off to counteract the two wing-backs and play it out from the back every time. Stop and play it. They didn't do that. They didn't have a plan B. They lost the, We lost the goal in five minutes. They silenced the crowd, played into their hands. But yeah, you know, we can't keep chopping and changing. It's a tough, it's a tough situation down there at the moment. Apparently, they're losing £2 million a month. And I can't see what he's saying. You know, these kids are asking for stupid money. Um, we, you know, if it, the money's not there, you've you got to go simple as that. And we're going to have to make do. But, you know, he's do. you know, before this game, we were, we were, you know, he, he was, you know, he was, he was a top dog. Yeah. Brilliant. Doing a great job, you know, and overall he's done a decent job and he stopped us from going down. And going forward, we won't have any. I don't really have much choice other than to play, play the kids because we're not going to we're not going to be you know very active in the transfer market because we haven't got any money. So we're going to have to play the kids, which I think is a great thing going forward for the club. There's a couple of comments here as well, which are slightly you know which, which widening up a little bit, which is quite nice. I mean, Rich Hughes was saying you know. Uh, about the hostility and trying to get get the ground pumped and get that atmosphere going, and certainly from my from my perspective, it's you know I would say that, but you know Ninian was the place for me. But if you want if you wanted that atmosphere, but hey, we are Steve, we, well, we are where we are, aren't we? Steve, could I could I come in there? You know, talking about the, the, the club and so on. Um, you know, arranging for former players to come down this that and the other. It's been left to fans to do it. You know, Gary Stevens was in Canton on week on the weekend, and he was texting us saying, "Which pub should I go to?" You know, for God's sake, no one knew he was coming down. And, really? we, and we'd met him through Facebook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's just, it's it's just appalling, isn't it? It's, you know, it come on, it's almost laughable when things like that it's happen. It's terrible, isn't it? It's always you know, badly run Cardiff City. You know, I mean, you know, you, so you've, got Gary, you've got Gary Stevens walking around Canton going, which pub should I be going into? I mean, <laughs> it actually happened. And that just sums it up for me, you know. It's, it's wow. unreal. I mean, you know, Mark will, will come out with stuff, with, obviously, with, with his uncle and so on. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's just things like that, isn't it, really? Um, that kind of sum up, sum up the day for me. And then even at the end of the day, he was there going, oh, I want a commiseration pint. Does anyone want to go to the Queen's Vault? We're just like, oh, God. Yeah. Of course, Chopper was there as well, wasn't he? He, he saw a couple of pictures of him. Nice of him to be there. And then, of course, Jay Bothroy and, and Joe Ledley made, made some comments. Mark, I'll come yeah. to you on that, actually. You know, former sort of, uh, Jay Bothroyd obviously wasn't from the area, but it was, you know, a well thought of player at Cardiff City. A lot, uh, and, uh, you know, the kind of comments that they make, it's not rocket science, is it really, you know? Well, like I said earlier on in the show, where's the, where's the motivation? Where's, where's the motivators on and off the pitch? You know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get how, uh, how there was no, there was no, there was no, there was none of this, you know, come on boys. There was none of that on the pitch. There What's the captain doing? What's Joe Rawls doing? Come on, get the get him going. And I mean, he's got the most experience on that pitch of playing derby games. You know, why isn't he g'ing everybody up? It was as if there was a cloud over the whole lot of the the, the whole squad. You know, there was no. Where was Mark Hudson on the on the the sidelines getting getting them going? And it was it just it was it was weird. It was weird. 
it was like um, it was like they turned up and they knew they were going to lose. It was almost like that mentality. Mm. And the ex players are quite right to 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 speak out like they did. I mean, I I mean, we shopper in the stands. I mean, one must have been going through his mind seeing that performance. You know, so you know, and and the passion that he put in the club. Uh, where was the passion up front for us? You know, it's it's where was where was the defensive cohesion? There was there was nothing. There was nothing. Cody Drama, the only guy I can I can give a bit of praise for. The rest of it was like it was like a testimonial game. It was like oh well, you know, whatever. And then that that whole attitude reflected onto the crowd, and the crowd. I I you know I've never I've never heard such a silent crowd going only one nil down. Uh, I was all I could hear coming through what I was watching it on the, the Cardiff City TV was Swansea fans. And I was like, this is uh, this is strange. It was like some kind of weird dimension that I'd fallen into here, you know. I can remember being taken to the Vetch and feeling a the passion there. And as a kid, got then the, the return game at, at Ninian and feeling a the passion there. My uncle would be pumped up for, for weeks looking forward to that game, you know. It, it just wasn't there. Just to, just to remind people who don't know your uncle being Keith Ponton, of course. So you've yeah, got plenty yeah. of writers to to uh, to be as outspoken as you like, because he, he's a, there's a there's a guy you would have known, would have known how to battle for Cardiff City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just shocking. It's just shocking. There's a, a suggestion here. I'll go to you first, Mark. Since you're on, um, Moswin Morris. This is one I remember. This one from years ago. Swap, swap the canton and the family stand to get an atmosphere going and, and rename it the Whittingham stand. So you get more, I suppose, uh, close up and personal with, with the away fans, I suppose, is the thinking there. Any thoughts on that, Mark, for what it's worth? Well, I think I think that, that we need to do something like that. Yeah, I think I, I, there's a whole disconnect here. You know, it's, it's I'm, I'm speechless again now. Is It's highlighted a lot of problems that we we've chosen to put to one side over the last few weeks and months because we were, you know, supportive of the new manager and he was getting results and we seem to be progressing. But a lot of those problems that have been there for a long time were just being glossed over and uh, we saw it manifesting during the game on Saturday. It's not just he got his tactics, tactics wrong. It's, there's a, there's a huge disconnect between the supporter fan base and the, and the, the club, which hasn't, we thought it was going to be rectified with Steve Morrison being a, a an ex player and a, you know, a passionate player, but he, he, he hasn't, it hasn't, the connection is not there. So uh, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I, I'm quite distraught. I suppose you can tell it was, yeah. Uh, well, quite no, understandably, not, not yeah. stuffing out of me. It really did. Mm. Not the stuffing out of me. And, I, don't, uh, you know. I don't know whether Ali can see the, the comment there from from Jeremy Williams. I can't know. Sorry. Talking about the void there, Al. The void between the club. Going back to what Mark just said, Al. Uh, the void between the club and the supporters needs to be sorted soon, as it's as it's going nowhere. 
Yeah. Is, is that directed to Al or me? Because it's directed that... to Al, but Al's, Al's got that pensive, frozen look on his face, it, it, which has nothing to do with him. It's just oh, the internet. It's just me and you, is it? <laughs> At the moment, it is, yeah. But you, you want, yeah, because the point you're making then is a really, really important one there, Mark, isn't it? About this apparent kind of chasm between the fans uh, and the fan, uh, and, and the club. It seemed to me, it felt to me as if it, it had been improving up until the weekend, actually. I felt they were trying to make some headway there, you know. Yeah, I think they were trying to, but uh, it, it just it's not the manager and the players only that have to make that headway. It's its everything around it. And a, a big occasion like 27,000 fans, um, what an opportunity to, to, to really start that that uh, building process again with a, with a, a reconnection, but it, it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. There's something, something wrong there, you know, the whole thing is something, something not working. And it was, uh, it was a hugely apparent and it was, it was very upsetting on Saturday to witness a whole lot, not just the, the nature of the performance, the tactics, everything was, was uh, hang on. There's something, there's something deep rooted here that's gone yeah. And, and and the lack the lack of presence from the powers that be, you know, they just they seem to have just gone just almost gone into hiding, you know. Uh, Al, I don't know if you can talk to us at the moment, but uh, Jane Williams says, um, Al, your point, Al's point, sums sums up the current situation. Serious changes are needed at the club, and without engagement, you know, the club is going nowhere. Can you hear me at all or not? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've got yeah. no idea what's happened today. Absolutely no idea. Now, it's okay, I'm, we can hear. You. It's been absolutely crazy. I don't know what. <laughs> And it never happened before. There we go. Um, yeah, look, that's, that's that's my view. I know um, Joff Lee has mentioned when uh, one of the comments disagreeing with me because he said he's he taking his son down for mascots, and, and I agree with that. My son was, has been a mascot down there years ago, and yeah, that was a great that was a great thing. But I, I, for me, it just goes a little bit beyond it. Um, why we need to get pumped up for this derby? I don't know. We shouldn't need that encouragement. Um, but like I said, in our on our social media channels, which nowadays are so important. You wouldn't have hardly known a derby was taking place. Um, and for me, that's really, really disappointing. Um, you know, their lot knew, for example, 110 years and all this sort of stuff. Um, I didn't know it was 110 years. Um, I, I had no idea. Yet they had so much foresight that one of their leaders just turns up with a banner saying 110 years. Now, the reason they knew it was 110 years is because they saturated their social media in the, in the week before, telling them, we're going to do this for the first time in 110 years. Okay. That's how they knew. Um, and they already had, for example, their graphics were already done, ready for straight after the game. We've done the double. It was already prepared. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, if you look, if you look on our sort of stuff, it's just, it's just nothing, nothing at all. Um, and for me, people can disagree. People say well, we don't need it. Well, I, personally, I think we do. Um, and that would then emanate down to the players. You know, I, I appreciate that lone players are not going to understand the significance of the derby if they've only been here a few months. But there needs to be someone there to be drumming it into them. Yeah, that's that's my view. And you know, if if your own manager doesn't really appreciate it, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'd like him to appreciate it a bit more. If your own manager's just saying, "Oh, don't worry, calm calm down, now, youngsters, it's just another game." There's um, a, a couple of comments here which will make you make you smile as well, uh, Mark. Um, with Morris reckons Gareth Bale's already sorted out a consortium, and then someone says, "Yeah, once Gareth Bale arrives, we'll be all right because we'll have loads of good players coming in." Then you know, I mean. We've got to have that kind of gallows humour, I suppose. You never know. You never know, Mark. It might happen. Well, never say never. I mean, it'd be fantastic. I mean, uh, if there's ever a guy that we we need coming back, it's, it's uh, somebody with, with Cardiff City spirit, and he's certainly got the Cardiff City spirit, isn't he? So it's uh, 
But I think you'll go to one of the Italian clubs. I think you'll go off there and have another year or two by money. I'm and- not sure that works. Oh, Al's in and out again. <laughs> uh, I don't think you'll come this coming season. This next season, I don't think Gareth Bale will be here next season. I think you'll yeah. you'll do but a year in Italy. Just to be the devil's advocate, I mean, obviously, again, going back to the agents, you know, his agent, I think his agent was a City fan years ago, actually. Um, but I mean, the agents, you know, why are the agents in football? They're they're in there because they're agents, and that's how they make make their corn. So you would think it might be one more payday because you can easily get one. Um, but he's the kind of player, I suppose, uh, Mark. He's one of the, he's one of the odd exceptions. He's the one player probably I can think of who, by him literally coming to Cardiff City, would make everything. You know, it'd be almost like you know, could make, wave the magic wand, and you know, we we'd be we we'd be back on track again. Do you know, you know, if you know what I mean. You know, he's got he's got that in his armory, hasn't he? You know, there's not many players like him about. You know, no, he's he's. Uh, I mean, he's a Welsh legend, <laughs> so it's uh, you know and. Uh, he would transform the club. Merchandise, yeah. fans coming through the gates, he would transform the club, you know. I mean, I don't know where um, how uh, how the youngsters would fit around in mind. I mean, he's, he's going to maybe, uh, they're going to progress from being around him or whether they'd be in the starting 11 when if he's fit, I doubt it, you know, but uh, mm. uh, I'd love it to happen. You know, I've got, I've got everything crossed, but I don't think it'll be this coming season. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see, but we're getting we're getting towards the end here now. But uh, Tim Baker says um, Bale could still lead a takeover and play for an elite club, you know. And he has got business interest in the area, so I don't know whether Al, can you nod to me? You, you moving? No, yeah, he's moving. Yeah, uh, that um, it's been a pig's ear of a show and a pig's pig's ear of a result. So you know, kind of ties in. Rest of the season, I think he should he should play the he should play get youngsters. We'll we'll do what the club possibly needs to do around about now, and that's reboot 